Hello kings, hello queens, welcome to Journey with a Queen podcast. This is your host April Love and I am back with another episode and I am so grateful to talk about this subject Um, and I'm sure that a lot of people will be able to relate with this um, conversation today. And so I hope that this topic or this conversation will bless you on today and that you would, you know, share it with someone else that it may and hopes bless them as well. And I just want to be of encouragement today. Um, It reminds me of the prophet that I'm going to talk about today. This is exactly what he did during his time was gave a word of encouragement. But through the Holy Spirit, you know, being his help and God giving him visions, he was able to encourage um, Zerubbabel, which I'm getting ready to talk about. And so I just want to come on today to encourage someone who may be feeling like they're facing some of life's toughest, toughest mountains or challenges. And just to encourage you to hang in there and don't give up and know that God is with you and that he will help you. And so I want to ask a question and, and it's a simple question. And I believe, like I said, a lot of people may be able to relate to this. Are you facing what seems like an insurmountable obstacle right now? Like, do you have a problem that's too complex to solve? Or are you facing a task that's, you know, beyond your ability? Or are you trying to overcome a sin that is very tempting, you know, or a situation which you have no control over? So that's, that's the question. Are you facing what seems like an insurmountable obstacle? If you are, I just want to encourage you today and just, you know, let you know that it's going to be okay. And then I also like to, you know, give examples of how I deal with things, you know, because I don't know what anyone else may do. I only can tell you what I do and what works for me. Um, And I hope that, you know, you find what works for you. But I want to tell you what works for me because it may help you. So, um... I want to just give a couple of um, a couple of tips or a couple of things that I feel that um, is very important to you know overcoming obstacles and maybe a few scriptures that will help you to stand on or to you know meditate on that will help you in your time of you know overcoming these obstacles or you know facing life's challenges. One of the strategies or tips that I do to overcome obstacles is reading the word of God. When you read your Bible, your Bible is life. It's like it it opens you up and it's life changing while it's opening you up. So if you think of this, like this is what comes to my mind. If you're thinking about having open heart surgery, they have to open you up to get into your your chest to be able to get to your heart to do the open hope open open heart surgery excuse me so if you think about it from that perspective that's what i'm saying what the bible does for you it opens your mind up and it does surgery on the inside of you now most people say that the bible is to convict you yes but the bible also soothes you it also gives you hope It also helps you to increase your faith because we know that the word says 
Faith comes by hearing and reading of the word. And I'm paraphrasing. And so think of it from that perspective and let that be the first tip that you take from this podcast episode, that if you're struggling with obstacles or you're struggling with life's challenges, one of the things that I do and that is my first tip is to read your Bible. The word of God says the lamp, I'm sorry, the word of God says the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. That's Psalm 119, 105. And so if you read your Bible and fill your mind with scripture, it will keep you focused on God and not the obstacles or the things of this world. world. So keep that in mind that when you're going through a rough time, I'm telling you, I sit and just read the word of God and like my mind goes off of every problem, every issue that I may have been dealing with. It's like it goes away. And I love reading the Bible. I don't know about anybody else, but I love reading the word. I love spending time with God in the word. It's helpful. And it's no matter what you're going through, it's always helpful. The answers that you need are right in the word. It's the Bible is waiting for us to uncover, you know, what the word says about our situations. So that's my number one tip is to read the word of God, because that will help you overcome these insurmountable obstacles. If you're facing like a giant, if you get into the word of God and read what that whatever that giant is, whether it's fear, whether it's, you know, stress, whether it's sin, whether it's you know, fornication, whatever it is, the Bible has something for everything. So that was number one. Another way to overcome obstacle is by prayer, staying in prayer. I mean, prayer really works. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. That's Philippians 4. Six. I love that scripture. That's one of the scriptures that I meditate on daily because if you really think about it, another version says, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. That is really the answer because worrying will do nothing for you. It adds no extra time to your life. It solves no problems. So why worry? If you turn your worry into praying, I truly believe that you will see a difference in your situation. And sometimes it's hard because the first thing we as flesh or as humans think to do is just do what we know. But we have to train our mind that the Bible says, no, don't worry about anything but to pray. So instead of worrying being your first, you know, go to instead, as you as your mind is getting ready to worry, no, stop it. And pray about whatever that worry or concern is. The Bible commands us to pray without ceasing. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 Prayer is a direct form of communication between us and God. So we are to pray. God listens to us and he answers us. God tells us to let all of our requests be known to him. And it's because he cares about us so much. So don't be afraid to go to God when you're facing an obstacle or you're having some type of you know, situation that's bigger than you, seek God and ask him for his help and for his guidance. Because I'm telling you, I know firsthand 
that God responds. He responds. And so the third tip that I want to give you is overcome your obstacles by choosing faith over fear. Right? Faith over fear. Fear is not, is not who we are. That is not a fruit of the spirit. That is not anything that comes from God. Fear is not what we're supposed to do. So you have to choose to have faith over fear. You have to choose to have faith over worry. We have to trust God, right? For God did not give us the spirit of fear, but power and love and of a sound mind. That's 2 Timothy 1.7. Always choose faith over fear. Always. Because I understand that things can be stressful and overwhelming, but we can't give in to fear. The Bible says that God's perfect love has the power to cast out fear. So when we choose faith over fear, we cast our anxiety on God because he's the one that cares for us. So faith over fear is definitely another tip that I try to stand on and that I use. And I tell myself, I don't care what it looks like. I'm going to believe what God says. I'm going to trust God because I know that God can't lie. And I know that God is not going to set me up. You know what I mean? So it'd be the enemy that brings fear to our minds that want us to believe contrary to what God says and what the word of God says. And so we can know what God says by reading the word of God. So this is all kind of tying together that you can't have faith if you don't read the word. You can't pray, you know, if you don't if you don't take the time to spend time with God and tell him, you know, what's on your heart and mind. And if you read the word, if you don't read the word of God, you won't have faith. And it was, it may even be hard for you to pray because what I learned is I learned a lot of prayers by reading the word of God. You know how the, the scripture says, you know, don't be like the, the Pharisees and the scribes and just be babbling words. Well, that could mean different things in context. But what I get from that sometimes is. Don't just keep coming to God, repeating the same thing, you know, over and over and over. No, change up what you're bringing to God. Because, yes, God knows what we need. He knows our concerns, but he wants us to still come and talk to him about it. But what I've learned is when you read the word of God, your prayers increase. Your faith also increase. So it all ties together that you need the word of God. You need to pray and you definitely need to have faith over fear. Don't allow the enemy to come into your mind and plant fear in your mind. You know, I know it's a lot of stuff going on in the world and there's a lot of fear mongering going on. Um, and you have to have discernment to know who to listen to. But yeah, this is a, a different time and season that we're living in. But I truly believe that if you're living, you know, righteously and you're living a holy life, that God is with you. He's walking with you. You know, he's going to protect us. So there's nothing to be fearful about. But when you're talking about obstacles, yes, some obstacles can seem huge or insurmountable, like I said earlier, that it could cause fear. But again, if you use the word of God to stand on scriptures, then you can cast out that fear. And so I want to read um, Zechariah chapter 4, verses 1 through 10. Because this is what 
this conversation um, is about. Um, and this is where, I, where I'm getting my message from for today. Um, I'm going to read Zechariah chapter 4 verses 1 through 10 because during this time, Zerubbabel was a Jewish leader, right? And he brought together um, 50,000 of his countrymen that had just returned from Jerusalem from Babylon, from captivity, right? And Zerubbabel was going to rebuild the, temp the temple, but obstacles were dawning to him, like the people became disheartened. So, you know, God used Zechariah um, by giving him visions to encourage them. And the message to Zerubbabel that was that basically the progress is being made. And so I love this scripture because it encouraged Zerubbabel to keep going. And this is what applies to us today. Obstacles are going to come. They may seem like mountains too big to move. And you think that you can do it in your own strength, but you really can't. So as a believer, we have power by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is within us. And he gives us the power to overcome things like circumstances that, you know, we not, may not be able to change. If we can't change them, he gives us the comfort. You know, he gives us joy. He gives us peace even while we're dealing with cert certain circumstances. I have peace when things are chaotic around me because I, I just refuse not to. Like I'm in the presence of God where I'm like, God, I need you to give me peace in my heart and in my mind all the time. He also gives us patience and strength to go through stuff. So the Holy Spirit is basically God's promise to help us continually so that we don't become weary. And I'm grateful and I appreciate God so much for, you know, Jesus giving us the Holy Spirit, sending us the Holy Spirit to help us because this is not an easy, you know, life is not easy. This walk with God is not easy. You know, the enemy is always coming at us every which way. And, you know, we just have to know how to stand and trust God and have faith to know that he's with us and that he's going to help us. So I'm going to read, like I said, Zechariah 4 verses 1 through 10. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. I think that reading this will help us understand where this conversation is coming from. Then the angel who had been walking with me returned and woke me, woke me as though I had been asleep. What do you see now, he asked. This is the angel of the Lord asking Zechariah. This is like his fifth vision that he has had. And so he answered, Zechariah answered, I see a gold lampstand with a bowl of oil on top of it. Around the bowl are seven lamps, each having seven spouts with wicks. And just for reference, the solid gold lampstand is basically a steady supply of oil, which is like, if you think of it, it's God's power. So each having seven spouts with wicks, and I see two olive trees, one on each side of the bowl. Then I asked the angel, what are these, my Lord? What do they mean? Don't you know, the angel asked? No, my Lord, I replied. Then he said to me, this is what the Lord says to Zerubbabel. It is not by force nor by strength, but by my spirit, says the Lord of heaven's armies. 
Nothing, not even a mighty mountain will stand in Zerubbabel's way. It will become a level plain before him. And when Zerubbabel sets the final stone of the temple in place, the people will shout, May God bless it. May God bless it. Then another message came to me from the Lord. Zerubbabel is the one who laid the foundation of this temple and he will complete it. So that's so encouraging because the Lord said Zerubbabel is the one who laid it and he's making sure that he will complete it. So Zerubbabel didn't really have to stress or worry because God is telling him right here that he will complete it. Then you will know that the Lord of heaven's army has heaven's armies has sent me. Do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. The seven lamps represent the eyes of the Lord that search all around the world. So I love this passage so much because, again, God was encouraging Zerubbabel through Zechariah the prophet, which is why I feel like you... We all need to have or be connected to a prophet because sometimes prophets are, you know, by God, I believe by design to encourage his people. And it says this in the word of God in a couple of different places. But, you know, if you look at the prophets of the, of the Bible, most of the prophets encouraged or tried to get people to, you know, repent and turn back to God and things like that, which is still a form of encouragement. And so I love this passage so much because, yeah, we're all going to face things that make us feel weak or helpless or vulnerable, but always, we can always remember that God is with us. Many people believe that to survive in this world, a person must be tough or strong or unbending and harsh. But God says, not, my, not by force nor by strength, but by my spirit. So that means that we have to have the Holy Spirit to overcome. And it's only through God's spirit that it's going to be of lasting value to accomplish things. And so the return exiles were, they were weak. You know, they were harassed by their enemies. They were tired. They were discouraged and poor, just like some of us. You know, we have these same experiences, experiences or emotions that, you know, they had um, the, the soldiers that were with Zerubbabel, but they had God on their side, just as we do. As you live for God, determine not to trust in your own strength. Be determined not to stress, to be trusting in your own strength or abilities. Instead, depend on God to work through his power, through his Holy Spirit. And so I thought that that was a good um, Bible passage as I've been kind of studying Zechariah out. I thought that was a good um, topic for today's conversation. And so I want to leave you with just these thoughts um, for those that may be going through, you know, obstacles or just going through a tough time. And like I said, I know that the world is different now and we are all experiencing different, you know, emotions and feelings and things like that, which is why I believe we can't go off our emotions and feelings. We have to just trust God and have faith that, you know, everything is going to work out for our good. So surround yourself with other people, other believers, 
you know, that will support and encourage you, especially when you, you know, are going through tough times. I always say go to church. Now, I go to church Wednesday for Bible study, Sundays, and then noonday prayer. So I keep myself involved with my church. And what that does for me is it strengthens me. It keeps me around other believers to fellowship. You know, if you're feeling down, you can always talk to, you know, your 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 family at your church and they'll lift you up, you know. And so basically, that's one of the things that I feel that we all should be doing during this time because we all need each other right now. But know this, that there is no situation that is too difficult for God to handle. There is nothing that is impossible with God. And, if, and just know this, you are a child of God. So if you're a child of God, then think of your father. Would your father just leave you out, you know, to dry? Would your father just leave you out to die? Would your father just leave you? No, your father's going to make sure that you're good if he's a good father. And so, you know, always remember for you, you queens, that you are a daughter of the king. You are a daughter of the most high God. The king of all kings. And you are part of God's family. So remember who you are and where you belong. And that is your strength. Always rely on God and put him first. And that's basically the key, the main key to getting through any obstacles that life may be throwing your way. So I hope that this episode has blessed you on today. I hope that this has given you some encouragement to Keep going, you know, to pray, to read your word, to have faith, you know, and even sometimes we have to fast. We have to fast to just get in God's presence, to sit with him and to see what he wants to say to us. We have so many distractions and noise that sometimes we're going through unnecessary stuff because we don't take the time to seek God first. And just sit and sup with him to know what he may be trying to say to us. So spend some time with God. Spend some time reading your word. Spend some time praying and see what the Lord has to say to you. Again, I thank you all for listening. Um, I hope that you have a blessed rest of this week. And until next week, I will see you all or talk to you all then. God bless you all. Take care and shalom.